welcome to the Smoke Learning Channel. In the previous video, we applied some light blooming to the logo, turned on texture filtering, and added motion blur to the composite. In the final video of this series, we will create a Z-depth pass out of action and apply depth of field blurring to finish off the composite. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. If you are watching the podcast version of this video, then type the link displayed in your internet browser. Returning back to action, the default output state is always to output a beauty pass. This is basically what we see when we render the action composite. However, we can enable a few extra outputs from action to aid with compositing. This is all controlled through the Output menu. At this moment, we only have one output from Action. To create another pass, let's make a copy of the one we already have. With the pass selected, press the Copy button. Now here is a slightly tricky bit. To see what the passes look like, first select the Result view. Now when you click through the passes, they will update in the Result view. Ensure the second pass is selected. Change the type from COMP to Z-depth. Everything now goes black. This is because we need to accurately define to the camera what is near and far in 3D space. To make this perfectly clear, hover over the schematic view and press SHIFT 4 to see the top of the composite. Zoom the view out quite a bit. The lines coming out of the camera is the field of view. And judging from the lines, they extend very far away. So the camera's furthest distance is way beyond our 3D models. This range from the camera to its furthest distance is what is being considered for the Z-depth pass. So if we decrease the camera's furthest point, we should be able to create a usable Z-depth pass. The way you change this is by decreasing the camera's far clipping plane. Switch to the Object menu and choose the Camera tab. The far clipping plane is set to 100,000. Change the value to 2,500. Now we have a visible Z-depth pass. If you look at the camera's far clipping plane in the top view, you can see that the furthest point for the camera is now just beyond the sphere. So only the distance between the camera and this clipping plane is considered as Z-depth, hence the result in the viewer. Going back to the Output menu, we now have the Z-depth pass and the Beauty pass. We'll now use these outputs from Action to create depth of field blurring. Click the Home button to go back to the default ConnectFX layout. Hover over the ConnectFX node bin and press D for the Depth of Field node. Drop the Depth of Field node after the Action node in the node tree. In order to see all the Action node render outputs, select the Action node and press Option C. Drag out the Z-depth output from Action and connect it into the Z-depth input of the Depth of Field node. If there are no warning indicators on the node, 
it's ready to go. Go to the last frame of the composite. Double click on the depth of field node to see its controls. The depth of field node takes the Z depth pass from action and maps it onto the depthogram. By default, black colours are near and white colours are far. Zoom the height of the depthogram to see the depth range. The section closest to the camera is the spotlight models. The middle spike here is the logo and the range furthest from the camera is the sphere. Now the depth range is quite narrow, but I would like finer control over the depth of field. So let's spread the depth range between 0 and 1. Offset the Z depth to 0.3. Now increase the Z range to 0.55. All this means is that by spreading out the Z depth range will give you finer control when setting the depth of field. The yellow line represents your main focus. The section between the near blue line and red far line is the focal range. So you can do wide and narrow depth of field effects by adjusting these settings. Now dragging the yellow line, you can interactively set the main focus point by watching the result view. For a more accurate method of setting focus, hold Control shift and click the logo to set it as the main focus point. Now let's add depth of field blurring. To exaggerate this example, set the blur value to 100. Next, decrease the focus range to 0.15. So if you now move the yellow focus line to the spotlights, you can see how the depth of field changes. Hold Control shift again and click the logo to set it as the main focus point. Drop the blur value back to 35. Just so that you know, all these values can be animated to do focus pools and a variety of depth effects. So that's the composite complete. Exit Connect Effects and press the Render button to render the composite. Please feel free to experiment and see how things work for you. Once the render is complete, we'll take a look at the final result. So there is loads of 3D flexibility when it comes to Autodesk Smoke. I hope to cover more in future videos. If you would like more of these videos, then please let me know. Comments and feedback are always appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Smoke Learning channel for future videos.